Welcome to the Salvatry Show. MMA Brazil, Brasilia. Uh, so pretty much what we're doing here is this is something that I put together over the last 24 hours. It is a statistic model, you can say. It's just a bunch of stats that are important to the MMA. Uh, not all of them are showing up the screen at, on, at once right now. If I was to just hide these notes um, and I could put them right back up after, but if I was just to hide these notes column right now, then you get all the statistics right there. Maybe that's a better way to go about it. Um, but pretty much what you get is um, just... 12 different fights today. And if you're listening on the the podcast or on the stream recap, I am not an MMA guru. I am not trying to portray an MMA guru. But in a time when there's only one DFS sport going on right now, and and a good chunk of my job is creating content around sports, specifically DFS sports, yes, I did create um, I did create a model for this. I have for the past 24 hours um, pulled an all-nighter, the second all-nighter of the week. Uh, so yeah, from from the hours of 10 p.m. to the hours of somewhere around right now, um, then diving into not just this specific slate, but just MMA in general. I have been playing MMA, uh, listening to the uh, Paul O'Shaughnessy, the Cody, Pat Mayo experience is a, a spot that I can absolutely recommend for content as well as the awesome MMA show uh, with Pete Rogers Jr. Uh, these are awesome. These are awesome spots to get what you can consider, um, the statistical, piece that I have here and, and compare that with what they're doing qualitatively and going deep into the analysis uh, film and all that. So I'm not an MMA guru, but I have the, the data right here and I am going to be playing these slates and I do have a, a pretty good grasp on it relative to, I would say, most people that will be playing today, if not the majority. So yes, I, I recommend the Pat Mayo experience, Apollo Shaughnessy and Cody over there, Sarge. And, and then I also recommend um, also more MMA. So I'm going to let this fill in a little bit. I'm going to wait for people to hop into the stream right now. This will be also in a podcast version. So what's up podcast people? Hopefully you're doing well. There'll be more MLB team breakdowns as the the days and weeks go on. But for right now, it is 9.58 a.m. We'll give it two more minutes. I see Matthew and Alex heading into the group right now. What's up, everybody? Um, just going to give this a couple minutes to fill up, and then I'll start taking any questions that people have. This is not intended. I'm happy to take any questions. Um, I can break this down, but it's not intended to be a full-on breakdown. It's mainly intended to be sort of a beginner's guide if people need that um, and, and whatnot, what statistics to be looking out for, really where to find them. I did a podcast this morning on Patreon, uh, bright and early for all those things as well, um, but happy to, and if I blow this all the way up, we might be pretty good there. What's going on, Andre? How you doing? Um, Andrew says, toilet paper sold out of my area. Uh-oh. How do you feel about Moicano today, Sal? I- I'm not really a fan. Uh, I'm not really a fan. Look, the-, the the biggest or one of the biggest co-favorites, I guess you can say, on the slate today. Um, but if I'm playing this personally, he's going to be highly owned, like extremely highly owned um, because he's one of the highest priced players. There's a lot of casuals, including myself. If you want to call me a casual for this, you can. Um, so he's going to be highly owned. I would imagine he comes in his top five, if not top three, if not the highest owned uh, fighter in this fight. And he's somebody who goes the distance in rounds. If you're, if you're just talking about how deep he goes into the rounds, let me put a freeze frame on this real quickly. Um, but if you're just talking about how deep he goes into rounds today, his average fights last about nine minutes in 41 seconds. Like he's not a quick strike artist. You get a guy who is the best striker in this field in terms of those points, but they're not worth a ton. You're trying for what you want in MMA is grappling points, takedowns, things like that. Lots of quick scoring and and frequent scoring. If they're a good grappler, um, going up against somebody who doesn't have good defense. And then what you want also is just somebody who can knock you out in the first round, like McGregor, right? A couple weeks ago, just take the guy out in the first round, go get your 90 point victory. And there you go. You're on your way. But this is a spot where Demir, who is his opponent and the biggest underdog on the slate, actually takes the fights deep. 
um, actually has good striking defense, which is the strength of Wakano. So yeah, it's a spot where if he's going to be highly owned and highly priced, and it doesn't seem all that great, at least from an analytics. And look, I could be, look, again, I'm not the, the MMA guru. There could have been something that happened yesterday that uh, came out that Demir has a complete, I don't know, illness or something. Well, that wouldn't be great. Then these fights would get shut down. But um, some sort of ailment. Uh, then, yeah, then then I guess you can swap. So if you have that information, sure, that's stuff that I'll be monitoring Twitter for today. But yeah, man, Justin S says stack the main event game. So that's not something I would recommend. Um People in cash games, if you want to play cash and you want to stack the main event games to get more rounds in, then I guess you can. I would not do that in GPPs. You're automatically, um, if you stack the main events in GPPs, you're probably automatically not winning the, the, the GPP. You're just missing out on an extra victory that somebody else is probably going to get. Can't believe it's come to this, but it's better than nothing, says Mike Ernest. Yeah, so here's the thing. Uh, my content is going to be, well, MMA, if you have not yet heard, um, MMA is currently right now in a situation where they are going to come back stateside and they are going to play their or, or have the remaining events and fights scheduled for the month just in the UFC, pretty much headquarters in Las Vegas. They're going to quarantine everything in there. They're going to do tests instead of having it in the designated city. So it makes sense. We'll see if they can actually uh, keep that though. Good morning, Sal. Good morning, Matthew. What's up, everybody? Uh, dying over here. My drafting squad is out there buying scratch tickets. Oh no, definitely don't do that. What's going on, Alex? Um, yeah, so what you want to look for in MMA DFS is quick strike finishes, like first round knockouts. Um, hard to just find that, right? Uh, what you want to look for there is just strikes per minute, um, strike strikes accuracy against opponents who don't have good defense. So you can set yourself up then for a potential spot where you can just clip somebody. Um, and you also want to look out for grapplers. Takedowns are worth five points. Knockdowns are worth 10, but knockdowns don't happen all that often because if a knockdown happens, usually the guy's not getting up much more after that. Whereas takedowns, there can be like five there could be up to 10 just looking back at some of the recent fights takedowns and, and that's where wrestling and grappling starts to come in luckily i was i was roommates with somebody who i wonder if you're watching this right now hunter because i know you have the uh the the notifications or at least you did on uh, who was huge into the ufc um had a fight over the summer himself with his friend in his backyard so um yeah in a ring so huge into the ufc so uh, i'm pretty well versed on a lot of these um not well-versed, I'll say, just listening to him every Monday uh, talk about some of these uh, some of these fights. Pretty funny. Just play poker. No, thank you. Um, no, thank you. They mean my highest solid value. Yeah. So, I mean, just looking at stacks. Um, I mean, I prefer Burns on that side, but it's, it's a crazy price difference. Like, what you're looking for there is just value. Somebody who actually goes deep into fights, at least on... Um, at least on average through his, what, like 37 fights that we have. Um, fine on takedowns, pretty average all around, just not a great striker, but I, I find defense all around. Yeah, I'm not here to just try and break down these players specifically. Um, my goal is to just have this data, and I posted a screenshot of it over on Twitter if you want to follow me there. This is all the stats right here, and then this is the notes if I just want to swipe it like that. Seems pretty easy. Um, some things I'm still going to look at. I've reserved some entries, though, into these contests. The big one already filled. It's pretty crazy. Um, but yeah, th- those are the main things that you want to be looking for. Um, in MMA, in terms of the scoring, you can look at the DraftKings scoring and pull it up. Those are the things that are going to get you the most points. Please also, if you're watching right now, hit the subscribe button. A lot of new people are going to find my content. As long as the MMA is going on, I plan on having, I'm going to reach out to, I'm not sure if you're watching right now, Pete, but I'm going to reach out to Pete Rogers. Got the okay from the Awesome Gang to have him on next week for a high level strategy. A fighter himself, 
Um, so yeah, you can check out his stuff as well. The MMA awesome show. That's a great spot to get a lot of in-depth analysis as well as Pat Mayo's show with Paul O'Shaughnessy and Cody. Some great spots for in-depth analysis um, that will go along with what you're seeing here in terms of the, the statistical side. This this is available right now. If you want to screenshot it on the screen, it's available. I also have the the um, the rules and all that in an in-depth podcast on Patreon with this sheet. Who is the best play in the slate? Man, um, so everything that I've seen right now, in terms of analysis, in terms of pricing, I'm going to say Kevin Lee. Um, now he, the guy can lose today, right? I mean, he's only a 143 favorite. I'm going to say Kevin Lee if you're just talking about that. If I had to guess, like if, if there's ownership on this, I'm assuming Osimo probably has some. If I had to guess, Kevin Lee would be like a top three owned guy right now. Um, so yeah, I would side with Kevin Lee right now. Just if you're looking at a lot of just his advantages, uh, in, in terms of a statistical standpoint, there's a ton, like a, a weak striking defender in Olivier and you have Kevin Lee standing out right now as, as one of the best strikers per minute in this field, a really good takedown artist as well with good takedown defense. Um, that's where I would go in, in the eight K range. Also, like if he was 9,300, it makes it much more difficult, but I think you're getting a pretty good value there from what a lot of things that I've heard one, but just also what you're seeing from the stats right here. Um, I don't think you get like the quick finish though. If you're looking for that, you probably get more of somebody who can take it to the ground and just get the victory maybe the fourth, the third, never GPPs, of course, for, for the, um, oh yes, yes. For, for you talking about stacking the main games. Yeah. So, uh, stacking in, in the UFC, people say it's a strategy for cash games, uh, the main events will have more rounds. So you'll have an opportunity if, if you're, if you're like talking about NBA and you can say there's, there's a greater potential that this game, like this game has an overtime scheduled for it. If it gets there pretty much, um, in the NBA where none of the other games do, or most of them don't, uh, this one's going to have those available rounds at the end of it, the championship rounds, if you will, pulling from some boxing sayings, but I still do think that it's, uh, I still do think that it, um, it's interesting to stack even in cash because you're, you're automatically giving up the win, the victory. Um, but I do think that it, there's upside in getting away from that in all formats. Let me pull this. Um, let me pull this into, I'm going to pull this YouTube right now, link into discord for everybody. Burns is a lock. Somebody says, yeah, I prefer Burns in that fight. Um, it just matters how you're, you're going to build your lineups at this point. Like, I think you could reasonably start your lineups with Burns. Um, Amanda Rebus is appealing as well, but I think you could reasonably start your lineups with Burns at this point. So let me pull this here. Pull this up in this chat. One second, please. Yeah. So... Yeah, if you have questions specifically on the MMA, because I'm assuming a lot of people watching this live right now and a lot on the replay and podcast are going to have questions just in general on how you should be handling uh, MMA at this point. Like any other DFS sport, well, first you need to know the background, you need to know what's going on. But like any other DFS sport, ownership is going to play a huge part. You can get projections at this point as well, probably on some sites, uh, but ownership is going to play a huge part. And a lot of the questionable people who have ownership around them are going to be guys that I would um, feel really okay with uh, passing on. And I think that's what's going to happen with Moicano. I believe he's going to be the highest priced, if not the highest owned. Um, and he can produce a fine score. He can win. But if it's not early and quick, I see there being a struggle for him as he's only averaging 1.16 takedowns um, per fight. Matt Parker says, you're welcome. Let's make some money. Good morning, Sally. A little late. Moicano or Walker? Um, so it, but choosing between the two of them, I'm not too big on either of them, but probably more so Walker. Probably more so Walker, but I'm not huge on either of them if I'm being completely honest with you. 
Hey, Seth, what's going on, Brian? Best value play. Yeah, so value play based on price points. Um, there's a good amount. Uh, I love on the opposite side of that. Johnny Walker fight stands out from just a, a standpoint of a really good striker. Like, like if I'm looking at just statistics-wise, right? Not trying to put any of the qualitative stuff in. Of course you can. The fourth best striker per minute in this, 4.86. Striking accuracy ranks second overall. Uh, you're going to get a guy who also has knockout upside. Knockout upside for a guy who's an underdog in a fight. Like Krylo versus Walker in this one right now, very close odds in terms of them not being wildly far apart. Both guys are in the top four, yeah, top four in this slate in terms of how quick their fights end. So both of them have that quick strike upside. So if Walker is probably going to be the higher owned one, I'm okay pivoting for like value to Krylov. And I believe that's what I wrote here in these notes. Um, yeah, so you have the slight underdog. So like, and also another thing is to look at um, so best fight, I, best fight, uh, best fight odds.com. These are live odds and they'll be showing you like where everything moves from. Um, so best fight odds, you can see like how everything's moved. If you just click on it, depending on it, I've been using pinnacle, but you could really use anywhere. William Hill, Bovada, wherever you want to look, uh, but you can see where the odds are moving. So what DraftKings does is they price their, they price their players pretty much specifically based on opening lines. Um, that's what you're going to be seeing. That's what I noticed really this, this week, at least in, in looking back at past events. So you're going to get players priced at their opening odds. And if you're priced at your opening odds, the odds are obviously dynamic when your pricing is static, static, meaning it never changes dynamic, meaning it changes. So as the fights get closer, see how these odds are moving. I've been looking at pinnacles, but if you see any sharp odd decline overall, well, now a guy who is somebody like a Walker, and I don't expect him to move to an underdog, but he's, a decent size favorite minus 149 is where I had him at. Let's see if that's moved at all on pinnacle. He's moved to minus 133. So look at this. His odds have already moved in a decent amount. So you're getting Krylov, who opened up as a decent size underdog to now being just a slight underdog at plus 118. So yeah, I have less interest in Walker. I think he's in play because of, I mean, he's, he's won in like under a minute, like five times, I think just looking at his recent logs. Um, but I think this is much closer than that. And when you factor in the fact that there is a price difference of like a thousand dollars here but these guys might be closer to a coin flip than people are expecting and i don't think the ownership comes anywhere near a coin flip yeah i think i'm, I'm fine pivoting away from walker to Krylov in the exact same spot and if i had to put money on it i would assume he's lower owned either side of walker Krylov and gpps uh best isd prop yeah, yeah tony white what's going on man um yeah i think i just i think i just broke that down exactly for what you were thinking so thanks for chiming in on that definitely I just can't do it. Somebody says stocks were decent yesterday. Yes, yeah, stocks yesterday regained all of the losses from the day before. But as many people know, if you invest in the stock market, you didn't regain your losses because if you have $100,000 and you lose 10%, now you're down to $90,000. If it goes back up 10% the next day, you're up to 99,000. So uh, you're still losing money because obviously losses are much worse um, when they impact your principal. Moicano or Walker today for GBPs? Um, Walker, if any, but that was kind of the break there. MMA, MMA is not an analytical. I don't know what you were trying to say there, Sean Smith. Um, I mean, analytics will help with anything. If you have a, a log of data for any sport and you can use that to your advantage, that will surely help to uh, pinpoint for players like myself and players like many of you probably watching that have no real strong adept um, background in, in MMA. So DFS Lee. So I do believe that, look, most sports, you can argue with me that analytics are not king. And I would argue with you that if you want to be effective and efficient with your time, they probably are. But yeah, I mean, any sport, especially this one, if you could find film, if you can grind that film, if you can find qualitative analysis, like Pat Mayo's podcast with Paul Sean C and Cody, like Pete Rogers Jr. on Osmos, 
podcast. Yeah, that stuff is going to help. There's no doubt about it. Um, this is also a piece of that puzzle. I, I believe so. Cody says, let's go Sal. Best out there. Hands down. Appreciate you, man. Yeah, thanks. And, and once again, I'll just point out that this is my goal is to just try and inform as many people as I can. That is literally my job here, especially in a time like this where everybody's looking for some sort of content. And based on the way that these MMA contests are filling really fast, literally last night, the main one filled after being sent out pretty late later in the week. And I imagine they're going to fill a ton. There's a lot of attention for it. So as a content creator, you go where the attention is, as long as you believe you have, um, you have quality information to share. My information is on the analytical side as well as, I mean, overnight watching some of these guys' recent fights, but nowhere near as much as all the other uh, sharps out there. I, I am not a guru. I am just somebody who likes numbers and, and building uh, Google Sheets. But also, how's everybody's that weekend going, by the way? Sal, would you target the fights that go five rounds or the ones that go three rounds? DK scoring, I believe, is 90 points for the first round KO. Yes, it is for 90 points for the first round KO. DK scoring emphasizes grappling upside, more points there. And then also overall, it emphasizes quicker finishes. So specialists, knockout specialists, things like that, KO specialists, uh, strikers against weak defenders. But um, yeah, I, I would definitely want a guy in the five rounds. Um, I don't want both of them in the five round fight, but yeah, the guys in the five round fights are, are going to be appealing. They, they have just more opportunity. Now it might not get to the fifth round, uh, but there's just so much more scoring upside. Obviously you want the quicker finishes, but if you're telling me that I can lock in an extra couple of rounds from a guy, um, I'll get there. So mo- more times than not, yeah, I'm going to want one of the guys in the five round uh, main event. Um, but there's no reason why you shouldn't go to those three round fights either. Like at the end of the day, there's going to be, there's going to be a lot of fights that don't have an early finish. And those are the ones that you're going to want the more rounds out of if you can find them. Paul says, my boy Sal coming through with the MMA. Yeah, I'm very, I'm very interested in seeing there's no real sports going on. I think there's like Mexican soccer, which whew, we'll see about next week on that one. But uh, no, um, yeah, I'll be continuing to cover MMA. Um, just having I'm going to reach out to Pete and see if he wants to hop on the show sometime next week. I'll be doing a series with Matt from Roto Grinders. I'm, I'm not even going to try and pronounce the last name, but it's uh, uh, it's it's on Twitter if you want to see. We'll be doing a DFS series starting this week as well. MLB team previews, a lot coming out on the YouTube channel as well as on Patreon. So although there's no sports, there is no lack of content, at least on my end, that is for sure. No updates on Rudy Tom or Donovan because it's a slightly worse cold. <laughs> what do you know of Moicano? I see he got... KO his last two matches. Yeah, he's coming off of two losses. So that's not great. I know that he's the most expensive and likely one of the most owned guys um, in this field. And he's not somebody who is going to get a lot of takedowns. He is somebody who is really just going to go at you with striking. And he's the number one guy in uh, strikes landed um, pretty much per minute in this field. But he's also the most expensive. He's also a guy who doesn't end his fights quick. And he's facing a guy who has decent defense. Um, Demir has a 66% striking defense. And um, if you don't know what that means, it's in this field, it's pretty average. It's pretty good. So I think as one of the highest owned plays, it's a pretty good fade for GPPs from what I'm seeing. Where is this televised? Uh, this is on ESPN plus all the fights are on ESPN plus. So, uh, unless you don't want to pay the, like, I don't know how much ESPN plus is to be honest with you. Um, but I'm sure somebody on Periscope will be streaming this until it gets shut down on their Periscope. You know, if they were all super sick, media would be over. Yeah. I'm not going to talk about the virus too much. ESPN plus. Yep. ESPN pretty sure two must owns based on value. I don't have much for you there. Um, I think Krylov is, is interesting, but I don't think any of these, I don't think there's a single player below 8,000 that is a must own. Um, I think there's people that I've marked on here um, that are, that are okay plays. I will say Lee and Raven. Yeah, Lee seems pretty good. I heard you can get CV from FanDuel, maybe. <clears throat> MME is televised in ESPN Plus. Yes, it is. 
I feel like Walker could be better. I don't know why. Yeah, I think he's okay. I mean, they're both okay. Like Walker's going to pick up more ownership. So a lot of people like him. Walker TKO first round. That could happen. That could happen either way in this fight. Um, 17 and four Walker. <clears throat> Opposite side of it, Krylov is going to be coming in uh, 26 and seven. Both of them really quick finishes. They're both below six minutes per fight that they're in. So what that tells you is these things are, are ending in like the first two rounds, if not the first round. Um, but yeah, they're, they're both going to be specializing in exactly that, just punching each other in the face and who is going to land first at that point. Uh, both of them rank right now in the top four for just striking. It's pretty crazy that they both rank in the top four for strikes per minute. And they're the top two players on this slate in striking accuracy. So Walker versus Krylov is, is just going to be um, who gets just a cleaner hit because they're both going to hit each other. Um, and they're both going to be pretty damn accurate at doing so. That's probably like, if you're just trying to see a fight where guys are just going at it might be the most entertaining, but also might be the, the, by far the quickest. No need to pay up. I agree. Yeah. Um, well, I think that there's pay up options. I don't want to pay all the way up. Um, but yeah, like once you start to get to like burns, uh, it seems very similar to a lot of the 8k guys, Barzola, um, Walker, we talked about in pretty good length. Lee thoughts on Lee. Thanks. What's going on, Eric Johnson? Yeah. Lee's going to be in play for me. Definitely. Yeah. Lee's going to be in play for me in this one. Um, very similar. I, I guess you can say pricing to his opponent. Um, has a better reach on him, has 15 pounds as of right now on him. And just a lot of other things as well that we talked about, better takedowns against a player who's pretty bad about, bad with takedowns. Any bets, Sal? Tough times right now. <laughs> That's funny. Any bets on this? No, nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be playing DFS. I don't have any bets open right now on this. I guess Lee, if anything, but you're probably not. Like, let's see if he's moving closer to a favorite. Um, yeah. So his number is moving even more as a favorite. So if you want that, it's probably hopping on it now. Minus one forty six. Last time I updated was one forty three. Hey Sal, big big virus can't stop the grind you have. Not at all, man. Not at all. Um. We've got some MLB videos already scheduled for release. We have some collaboration shows in the works for next week on the YouTube and the podcast with a couple of people as well. We'll be announcing those kind of already did on Twitter for one. We'll be setting up the rest for the rest of the week. But yeah, um, we should be good. MMA seems to be all fine with this, quarantining everybody, uh, staying in Las Vegas, the headquarters over there for UFC. So uh, we should be good from that perspective of having content there. And then uh, let's just hope these little pop-up drive-through uh, test spots open up so we can start getting some people uh, healed up in uh, in well. There's nothing available. Going to be a lot of fish in the sea. Yeah, there is. It, it's insane. Like you had to schedule, um, I think it was Mayo, Pat Mayo, who tweeted out just the podcast, the, the UFC MMA podcast for them and then just showed. Uh, I remember I was looking at the contest like two hours earlier and there's a lot of spots left. And then I looked and it was like, oh, nope, this is done. It's crazy how much they have though. Like they're going to open up another contest. This doesn't start for five five hours. And the $10 that is left for $20,000 to first, it, it's got less than 4,000 spots, around 4,000. That's probably going to fill by noon, maybe. Um, and then there's a $33 with 25K to first. That might fill even sooner. Um, so they're probably going to open up more contests. It's pretty crazy that they already filled the $200,000 one before the day even started. There's just nothing left. How do you feel about stacking the Walker fight? I would not do that. No, 
Um, there's a really good chance that that Walker fight ends really early. And the other person who doesn't win is not going to get any points. Like these guys are going to go mainly striking. Um, Walker is not a good striking defender. Um, and these guys are going to go mainly striking, not grappling. And if one of them knocks the other one out in the first two rounds, the other guy is going to be getting you absolutely no value for the price. So just stacking in general from GPPs, from what I've been able to understand and looking at some lineup rewinds in in some of these sites where you can obviously go back and look at some of the slates, um, Fantasy Labs, Fantasy Cruncher, all those, it does not seem that viable in your GPPs to stack the same fight. Not at all. And it makes sense because you're automatically canceling out your upside of one of the players. You're, you're limiting your ceiling of your lineups. Is this UFC? Yes, it is. Now, Salad, with the contest today, are you playing single entries or maxing the main? Um, well, the main contest is already filled. I did not max it. I'm playing pretty much most of the single entries you could find, most of the three maxes that you can find. There's a pretty nice $150 three max uh, with 148 spots. Um, I'm going to be the fish in that one, so come take my money. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm not 150 maxing this week, but I probably will next week. I mean, once NASCAR got canceled yesterday in PGA um, is when I really started. Once PGA was canceled is when I really started um, haven't slept since then, uh, diving into MMA and NASCAR. And then NASCAR goes out the window after making content for Patreon yesterday. It's like I, uh, right after I was done. So hopefully this one stays on, but, um, yeah, I'll probably max enter next weekend. If, if this is still around and nothing else is League of legends is still available in the lobby, but it, can somebody verify that I saw tweets that that was canceled, but it's still in the DraftKings lobby. They've been very quick to shut down everything else. Um, but they have League of legends on for Sunday. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was a different league, but I don't know. Ooh. biggest prize pool ever in MMA DFS with DK and FanDuel combined. Yeah, I saw that. You, you are absolutely right. And another one just filled. The $4,000 to first $55 buy-in just filled. These things are filling. Uh, so go ahead and get in them if you want to have um, some sports back in your life. Not even tonight, starting at 3 p.m. Now you might not want to play or I think there's, I think it's fine to play some of these earlier fights. You might not want to, but either way, like you don't got to wait till 10 p.m. to get in on some action. 3 p.m. is when the slate's going to lock. So yeah, I mean, there's not much more to recommend at this point. These are huge prize pools. Yes, I know soccer has um, pretty decent prize pools at this point, like 20000 to first, but that's like the secondary prize pools of what's happening in the MMA right now. This is great for the sport. If the sport can safely quarantine players and bring them to Vegas for the, the next couple of weekends and maybe even months for fights, they've got all the viewership. And I guess their one downside is that they're behind the ESPN plus paywall. It might be pretty advantageous to put them in front of that right now uh, to just ensure as much viewership as you can get, get to the sport. But yeah, pretty cool for a lot of these fighters in general. Um, they're going to be able to, I think it's pretty cool because they're actually going to be able to just get some, a lot more attention than they, that they, than they deserve or that they deserve right now. So pretty cool that uh, they're going to get just pretty much all the eyes that want to watch sports right now and are available to watch sports on ESPN plus uh, to be watching them. So that's awesome. I took down the uh, Liga XM GBP last night, 5k. Nice. Congrats. What's up, Dave? He says, more kind of by decision. Not good. Crivalo and Lee, top two plays. Yeah, they seem like very strong plays. I agree. Uh, not really interested in Moicano up top. No, Sal, it's regular ESPN today. Is it? Is it regular ESPN today? Did they just change that? Because as of Friday, this was, damn. Damn. The $5 just filled as well. Holy cow. The $5 just filled as well from MMA. Wow. Damn. Everything's fun. Um, as of Friday, this was an ESPN Plus, um, or at least that's what the advertisements that I saw on Twitter saying. So maybe they changed it. Prelims will be on ESPN main card on ESPN Plus. Okay, so I guess I guess it's a little bit of both. 
Walker slash Crival equals GPP matchup. Yeah, yeah. Whoever whoever wins in that in that Johnny Walker versus um Johnny Walker versus Crylov is going to be is going to win the GPPs. It's going to be pivotal on this slate. So if you're playing big GPPs, maybe you balance it out. If you're playing one lineup in a GPP, if you need the money and you want to leave money on the table, Crylov. That's another thing. Leaving money on the table. From when I went back and looked on Fantasy Cruncher, uh, it's pretty advantageous. Um, it's not often that nobody that there's not much money left. Like if you have $700 on the table, that's fine for me. Like if your decision is putting in um, between Crival, if you have all your money spent, but you have Walker in your lineup, I would just jump down to Crival automatically, leave the $1,000, you have a unique lineup. If, you, if you're spending all your money, you're probably not unique or at least solo winning it, which then is not that great. Maleki is a decent dog in this fight with a five inch height and a 10 inch read advantage with coming down and her opponent is coming up in weight. Yeah, I think that's interesting, 7,100. Um, so a couple things stand out. Yes. The reach is a, is a 10 inch difference. The weight is a 10 pound difference. So like these are different, these are pretty crazy, but I don't think it's enough for me to want to get there at 7,100. It can't really do you much wrong. You're, you're almost getting like the dead minimum in this slate at that point, $300 off of the mirror at the bottom, but I'm really shaky if I want to go there. It's interesting though. It's interesting because just the weight difference is, um, and like, I don't know, I might just stay away from that fight if I'm building one lineup, just because of the fact that, um, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's a shaky value play in the bottom that has upside because of just those, those advantages there, but skill wise, like you're not looking at much striking accuracy is 26%, the worst in this field, pretty much. Um, if you're looking at anything else, like strikes per minute bottoms in this field, um, defense is okay. So yeah, I don't think it's a terrible value play. I think I just stay away from it in general. I think there's better value plays and I think there's better pay up options if you're playing one lineup that is. Uh, Jeffrey coming in with the parlays. I like it. So I got here late favorite baseball team. Um, look, I've honestly been less interested in baseball teams, just the sports getting boring, but I'm a Yankees fan. I'm, I'm from New York. I'm, I'm wearing the hat. I don't know if that was just sarcasm based on the hat, if you can see it, but, um, yeah, um, probably the Yankees at that point. How are you and your family holding up? You know, there's a, you know, there's a few places in Wake County. I live with just my girlfriend. Um, yeah, I've heard there's, I've heard there's cases here. I, I mean, at this point we're all going to get it, or I think a lot of us are going to get it. It's just a matter of hoping that they spread out how we get it so that we can all be, um, properly assisted with that. Do you like Bruno Silva? Yeah. I'm not really big on that fight at all. Um, Dvorak, so it's it's interesting because Dvorak's 17 and three, but it seems like a pretty inflated record. There's no stats on the guy. Like there's no UFC stats. I don't know if that's just because they don't have any of him right now. Um, that's what I'm assuming. So I think that it's interesting. Like I'm going to stay away from the fight. They're both priced at the exact same. They're pretty much like a pick them. If I was to play somebody between Bruno Silver and Dvorak, it would be Dvorak only because of a, like I'm not betting my money on these guys outright betting market, but only because there's no real stats on the guy. He's pretty uncertain. His wins are probably a little bit shaky, but because of that, I would assume not a lot of people play him, but I'm not sure. Like if he was to come in low owned, I would go there, but um, I'm not too sure on that. Like I'm going to stay away from that fight. DK has a 20K to first $5 entry. Yeah. And they had a, a 50K to first and a 25K to first yesterday. Pretty crazy. What time does MMA event start, says Brian? Starts at 3 p.m. It got moved up from 5 p.m. start. Uh, yeah be sure to follow over on twitter um not only if you want whatever content is currently going on but i'll i'm gonna throw out a couple of things i'm gonna throw out that 
I'm going to throw out my Twitter and I'm going to answer, I'll make sure to answer all your questions, but then I'm also going to throw out the links to, um, the links to Pat Mayo's podcast for this, which is going to be good to listen to before it starts. And then I'll also throw out the links to, um, the, uh, the awesome MMA show. So these are the links to the podcast that are just breaking down the slate in depth. I don't have one of those for this week and I'll probably have Pete if he wants to come on next week. I'll see what he says later today. We talked a little bit yesterday, but let me just get up all of the other podcasts. Let me get the MMA one from Awesome up. Uh, this is this is just going to be good information. People that year round are doing this, um, so it's good stuff. Here you go. Let's get this going right now. Bang! There you go. And be, and be sure to follow them as well. Paul Shaughnessy, Cody, Pete. Um, I don't want to leave out Jason Floyd. Is Jason Floyd's the other one for on the Awesome Show? What's your tag on DK? Sal Yanks 1-3. Um, both ESPN and Plus. Okay, good. Hey, Sal, what's going on? Who's your daddy? How you doing? The Monstar League is still going. Uh-oh. Moreno, the best dog on the card. Yeah, I think I think he's pretty solid. He's somebody that I'm trying to make a, a, a final decision on. Um, but he's probably somebody that I'll have a good amount of ownership to in the lower end. No Sean Moreno. Sal, have you ever played MMA DFS before today? Yes, I have. And admittedly, I'm like most of the bigger fight nights that are just more publicly uh, fishy oriented. But um, yeah, I played MMA DFS before. It's a situation that for me, I always listen to the the Pat Mayo show for it just because I, I enjoy that content. And I enjoy the personalities there. So just from listening to that, it gets me into some of these fields. And then also just having a roommate who nonstop, probably favorite sport right next to football was MMA. Um, yeah, another situation where I felt like I had a little bit more information than most people. But yeah, for me at this point, it, it's just a matter of listening to resources around me and using what I created over the past, this past weekend. Um, Again, not trying to position myself as some DFS or MMA guru. I am not that. I am somebody who likes to gather information and use it and weight leverage. Um, and from that standpoint, from um, from DFS purposes, I think that that is more than enough compared to the amount of people that are going to be in these contests today. But again, those podcasts I just threw in there if you want more in-depth breakdowns from the experts. Usually the girls' fights are heavy volume for what it's worth, or FYI. Yeah, the girls' fights usually, though, you're you're not going to get a lot of just scoring, I guess you can say. So um, I guess it depends. MMA DFS fight, or tips. Try and stay away from the women's fights. Yeah, I mean, from what I was seeing in these past fights, just scoring overall, you're not going to get a lot of scoring. There's plenty of contests on DK. Yes, there are. For GPP, yes, Bron. But they're good cash plays, yep. Gonna wait on that Patreon sheet. I don't know what that means. What does that mean, uh, Devin? Hey Sal, want to go for a ten or twenty heads up in UFC today? I'm Ohio Grassman on DK. Yeah, sure. Uh, used to play a ton of MMA before. It should be a decent slate. I agree. Yeah, the PME one is a great re- resource. I agree. Yeah, definitely. Sometimes DK Playbook has an article. Yet they concentrate more on the big fight nights. That makes sense as well. I I would assume this is a big fight night for them now, though. (laughs) Only thing to write articles on. Is Dos Santos a good play? I'm probably going to stay away, personally. I probably like the other side of that fight. Um, Just a really bad takedown defender, statistically, at least speaking. Um, Pretty good striking defender, though. 
but uh, strong striker, but not great on defense. And, and also it's just a spot where um, I'd rather take the value on the other side of it. Only the two last fights on the main card, Eric. Yep. Yeah. Pretty much like the main events are the five rounds. I'm hooking up. Um, cool. Interesting. Yeah, this should be fun. This should be fun. Let's hope that we don't get the notification that this stuff is all canceled. Um, Abruptly. Let me pull up Sportscaster too. Is there anybody watching on the Twitch streets? That'd be cool. Alright. Just looking over this stuff. Yeah. I mean, so that's what I'm at right now. Let me, let me pull up this stuff right here, actually. Um... Yeah, so somebody asked, yeah, quick finishes and grappling are, are going to be like the lopsided scoring styles. You could also say longer fights, but I mean, that's probably grappling more so. And then you get the decision, so it's not as great. Aren't you going to send out the Y, N, and Xs later? Oh, and on Patreon? Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, I'll add the Ys to this. Um, and finish up on the three blanks that I have right now for Moreno, who probably will make a player pool for Maleki, who I think is going to be more popular than she should be. Um, and then Silva, who I probably stay away from. Vandal and DraftKings will be fine. They have been printing money daily for years. Yeah, and they're also just going to put all the, their volume, or at least as much as they can, into uh, um, into some soccer and, and the MMA as long as they can at this point. Always in the Twitch streets. I like it over here more than the tube for whatever reason. There you go. What up in the Twitch streets? How you doing? I hope Super Jeff will be able to survive this. Yeah, they reached out to me last night. They're planning to put some sort of... They didn't give me details. Um, and if they didn't, I could share it. I would. But I got no details. But all I know is that they are developing some sort of unique game style. I don't know if that means MMA. I don't know if that means like best ball type of league. I have no idea what that means. I just got told a unique game style that will be out shortly um, to kind of get through this little, this dip for them. So it seems like they're okay, but I, I'm also not in the offices, so I'm not sure. UFC fan, Jose Flores, what's going on, man? Said since 95, watch UFC three and was hooked. Yeah, I, I admittedly don't watch all these fights. Um, and I've been out of college now for about, I don't know, eight months. But while I was in college, uh, yes, my roommate, all he did was was watch replays of USC and literally like scouted these guys just for the heck of it. He didn't even play DFS all that much, just for the heck of it. It's crazy. What's up, Chase? What's your DK name? Sal Yanks13. Um, well, I, that's DK. If you want Sal Vetri, I believe is my drafters, super draft, and maybe fantasy draft name. I think fantasy draft is S Vetri. I believe FanDuel is the exact same. We good, brother. Always enjoy your content. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Literally, I've watched thousands of fights. Well, then you are the, the, the film expert in here, my man. And let me know if you got any tips. <laughs> Sal, you cease to amaze me. Much love. Yeah, man. I'm, it, look, I made this. This is my job to do it. This is where the attention is. I am not trying to position myself as some MMA tout or guru. I made some data sheets. If they help you, that's fine. If you want me to explain what the data sheets mean, that's fine. If you want me to explain what I'm doing right now um, in terms of where I like some of these fights, that's fine. But... I'm not the expert when it comes to trying to tell you technique and all that stuff. That, you can go to the podcast that I recommended earlier. 
Um, I'll also put them in the link of the podcast that this will be turned into and the bet the house on Kevin Lee. Yeah, it seems like Kevin Lee's going to be popular from everything I'm seeing uh, in terms of everybody talking about it in here. I called Rousey versus home. Lee is the boomer bust guy. That's fair. Yeah, if, if there's going to be a lot of ownership on Lee, he is. Lee looks really good from just a price standpoint. But look, I mean, sh- sh- strong cash play if you're playing that. But look, if it's a Sal's an MMA expert, somebody said. <laughs> Not at all. Um, but Lee, Lee, look, it's like any other DFS sport. If this guy's going to come in as the chalk of all chalk and you could eliminate half the field if he gets clipped here or just doesn't score a lot. Yeah, I think Lee's a great play, but if you want to get leverage on a field, that's probably your spot, as well as Moncano up top. So, like, I think is going to be chalky. I think Lee will be chalky just based on what everybody's saying in this chat. So, fading one of them seems seems like a pretty good idea. Lee loses this fight. Bank it. Agreed, Jose Sally. He may not give you much points. Um... All right, gang. 37 minutes. I was planning on doing about 45 or so. I saw 50% on on Lee. Wow, really? That's crazy. That's, that seems like a lot then. Johnny Walker is volatile. Great for GPPs. Lee will score a ton of points, win or lose. Yeah, I think I think we covered a lot on this. Um, I think we covered a good amount. I'll, I'll put the stats back on if people want to screenshot them. The downloadable version will be on Patreon as well as just the podcast from this morning. Sal, is single... Sal is single and considered GPP or cash. Single entry is single entry considered GPP or cash? That's a GPP, my man. I'm doing like all single entries in MMA. That's fair. Fifty percent. Somebody says good luck. All right. If you got any final questions, let me know. I'll be happy to answer those. I'm gonna go and, and book log some more MLB content. I'm gonna hang out on a nice Sunday in in the the city today, probably with my girlfriend. But um, yeah. Uh, if you have any final questions, let me know. Hopefully this sheet is, is helpful for you. I'll be sure to update it moving forward as long as the MMA stays active through the quarantines and, and all the regulations that are going on right now. Hopefully you all stay safe and are good. It's Saturday, Sal. Yeah, I, I, I didn't sleep last night. So um, for, all I know, for all I know, it's Tuesday. <laughs> he says it's Saturday, Sal. Yeah. So Saturday, I'm, I'm going to go and book log some more. 50% if you don't watch MMA all the time. 50% luck if you don't watch MMA all the time. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, watching any sport is going to give you an advantage from seeing things that don't come up in data, 100%. But having this, I think, is pretty good. All right, everybody. Time to go play some golf. Enjoy. Everybody have a great rest of your day. If you're listening on the podcast version, be sure to hit the subscribe button. If you're listening right now on YouTube, how many people did we get up to? Anybody know? But hit the subscribe button. If you're brand new here, 20,000 has been my goal. All these sports getting canceled is going to halt that, but maybe the new influx of some people interested in MMA as it's the only thing you can seemingly bet on right now or play DFS for um 
be sure to uh, be sure to hit the subscribe button. Maybe we can get a little bit of a push somehow, and by April get to twenty thousand would be pretty cool. All right, everybody. UFC is almost every week all year long. It sure is. All right, everybody. Peace out. Enjoy the rest of your day. See ya. See ya. See ya. Much love. Much love. Peace. I hope you enjoyed that podcast. And before you go, if I can get you to subscribe and follow the podcast, download a few if you wish. But if you enjoy this podcast, if you can please subscribe, helps me out, helps support it. So thank you so much. And I will see you in the next one.